Welcome to this episode of the Future Champions podcast. My name is Stuart Taylor and I am traveling in a really cool Ram heading back from Bundaberg to Harvey Bay with Mick Irwin from Uncaged in Australia. Mick Irwin, welcome to the Future Champions podcast. Thanks, Stuart. Thanks for having me, mate. And uh, pleasure to have you uh, in the car on this uh, trip from Bundy to Harvey Bay. It is an absolute pleasure. Do you want to tell me a bit about this vehicle we're traveling? Well, mate, this is a Dodge Ram, or they call them uh, Ram trucks in Australia, and it's a 2500, uh, which is known as the big girl. This is a 6.7 litre Cummins motor in this one. So uh, uh, the only one bigger than this you can get in Australia is the 3500, uh, which is just has more car- carrying capacity, but um, has the same motor. So. Uh, one of the big girls of the Rams are available in Australia uh, through Ram Trucks Australia. And it's also kitted out with some uncaged decal. Do you want to tell me about that? Yeah, look, a bit of marketing for um, uncaged in Australia, really. So um, those following us can uh, spot the the Ram on its travels. And um, it was pretty cool. Recently, we did a trip to Cape York uh, and uh, along the old telegraph track and uh, we had many comments to uh, about the uncaged ram going along uh, that track and putting basically a, a, a big truck in uh, some tracks there where uh, not many bigger tra- American trucks go. So it was uh, great. So, yeah, it was good to see a few uh, people up there recognise the uh, uncaged ram. So if you are listening and you can hear a hum, that is the big wheels or the big tyres on the ram hitting the bitumen. Mick Irwin, I have spoken to you about, and I'm a big fan of Uncaged in Australia and what you do, but I'm interested to know why you started Uncaged in Australia. Can you tell us a little bit about Uncaged in Australia and then why you chose to start it? Yeah, look, uh, you know, it's a busy life these days and uh, it's, it's, it's hard to take that time to get out and, and about and, and get that balance of uh, lifestyle uh, slash work. So um, I try and get out and uh, yeah, do some four-wheel driving, get away camping with the family and whatnot, but also love getting out west to the country um, uh, and experiencing that country hospitality and, and doing uh, uh, a bit of hunting and uh, helping some farmers out along the way. Um, by that, I mean uh, the farmers have had some pretty uh, atrocious times over previous years with the drought, although they've got a bit of good weather at the moment. They, they do do it tough. And one of the uh, significant battles they have is with feral animal control out there. So, um, yeah, the, the feral pig, um, the, the numbers are up there around the same numbers as of humans in Australia uh, the number of feral pigs uh, getting around. Look, it's just great to get out to the country, as I said, experience, experience that um, country hospitality, staying at uh, some pubs and and whatnot and the shearing quarters on the farms. And a lot of people over the years have said, why don't you film that and show us uh, what you do? Because they just don't get off that bitumen road and uh, and experience and experience that side of things. And so you have started filming it and you put it on your Uncaged in Australia Facebook page, on your TikTok account and on your YouTube channel. What sort of feedback have you had in relation to the type of videos that you've been capturing? Or let me say the types of moments that you've been capturing. 
Yeah, fantastic feedback, Stuart. Um, the um, again, I suppose the the, the millions of people, uh, you know, in in the cities and, and coastal areas that um, you know just haven't, for whatever reason, been able to um, get out and partake in uh, our sort of behaviour. Um, and um, yeah, look, it just showcases what's out there, and I, I think. Uh, People these days, especially with uh, being locked up for a long time with COVID, are just trying to ex- get out there and experience life and uh, what's out there. So, yeah, some really good feedback uh, across those you know, many networks of people, actually. You talk about people getting away and disconnecting. One of the videos that you shared, and I can't remember the name of the two people, but it was on a beach up north as you were heading up on your Cape York trip. And you stopped and you talked to somebody who was working a lot of hours in Sydney and him and his wife left their job and went and travelled Australia. Do you recall that video? Yeah, fantastic uh, story, that one, Stuart. He actually, uh, he saw the ram. He came up to me and said, uh, yeah, I love the ram, whatnot. And uh, we proceeded to have a beer late in the afternoon and uh, told him what Uncaged was about. And he said, well, that's exactly what uh, we're, we're doing. We've just taken it one step further. So he was actually a, um, had his own uh, roofing business uh, down uh, in the Sydney area. Massive hours, uh, earning lots of money. But in that time, uh, he, he developed um, some addictions. One was a, uh, a drug addiction and the other one was a gambling addiction. So uh, he had to make some really... Uh, uh, you know, fast choices with the help of his partner, uh, you know, to, to change his lifestyle uh, very quickly because he, he was very open that, um, yeah, he, he was going to die uh, um, somehow uh, if he kept going on, on that way. So, um, you know, his, his partner and they had a small child there, so he recognised the change and, uh, and they started touring. So, um, and look, and touring was a, sort of an instant change for him which they loved the four-wheel driving and uh, they had a Nissan Patrol and a camper trailer uh, we found them up at uh, at Cape York so you know it, it wasn't it definitely wasn't a, okay I'm going to tour for the rest of my life um, because you know they were only sort of late late 30s but um, yeah definitely a change needed uh, to get out um, you know for a few months so whether it's yeah, whether it's weekends, uh, you know, as constantly as you can, whether it's a few weeks um, or, or whether it's a few months, depending on uh, what you need, I suppose, to get out there and and just uh, realise what is important in, in life and getting that lifestyle balance. We've just gone through a pandemic. We've also uh, gone through some real challenges in Queensland, Australia and in the world. But what have you learned about the importance of getting out there and disconnecting from the normal way of life uh, and, and getting in contact with yourself? How important is that for people's mental health? Yeah, very, very, very important. And I think, uh, I think most of you out there would, would agree with that. It's just actually putting that into action is one of the hardest things, making that move. Uh, to, to do whatever it is to, uh, uh, to to make that little bit of a change. We think in our heads, you know, we've got to make that change, but we, we far too quickly get back into 
yeah, the normal day-to-day um, routine. Um, and there's lots of different things that uh, make us do that. Yeah, it's far too easy to get back into um, our day-to-day routine. So it, it is a challenge, Stuart, that, um, you know, making that change. So, to, you know, to start with, um, look, definitely getting away for a few weekends even, even to try and uh, work out, you know, what you can and can't do. I mean, and, and there's such... Um, going sideways a bit, you know, just even the camping, there, there's some great um, apps and uh, things out there these days that make that easier. And like for that uh, Cape York trip, we actually hired a camper trailer from uh, a mob called Camplify. So uh, a gentleman's camper trailer on the Sunshine Coast, uh, we grabbed that. It was about $80, $90 a day, uh, off-road camper trailer, and I think the, the the trailer would have been worth about forty thousand dollars or something like that. So, not something you want you know you want to go and invest or, or whatnot straight away in if you don't know whether you like it or not. So, um, yeah, there's some great uh, things like that out there to actually, um, yeah, put your put your foot in the water and, and and trial. So, yeah, I think that's that's what I'd recommend is you know doing some short. Short getaways, seeing uh, seeing what you like, what ticks the box for um, you and the family, and um, yeah, just get out there. It's not just about getting out and doing really big trips as well, because some of the videos that I've seen you in is simply, for example, we're driving back from Bundaberg, and you often would stop, and you have a an interest in people, and you'll just start stop, you'll just stop and talk to somebody. Uh, and connect with them in an interesting way that, and, and hear their story, but also appreciate the natural environment around you. And you've been down and uh, seen the superboats recently and you've stopped in other locations. Uh, how important, I mean, or let me rephrase that, it, it's easier than going on a, on a Cape York trip, isn't it? It's starting the habit of appreciating what's around you and just disconnecting every, every chance you get. Yeah, certainly. I think um, I'm known probably for um, a favourite saying is uh, I'd talk to a tree, uh, which uh, really means that, yeah, I'd talk to anyone. I don't care whether you're, you know, um, whether you're jobless or whether you're the CEO of a big company. I don't care. Um, I just enjoy talking to people and, and finding out, uh, you know, what they do, where they go, and uh, and and how they how they do it, I, I really find that interesting. So um, yeah, sometimes I think these days uh, people are people are shocked to actually talk to each other as well. So um, you know, like you definitely encourage that. Uh, where we live on the on the Fraser Coast, we're very lucky that it is a coastal community getting uh, getting very uh, busy. Uh, however, yeah, I am from the country. I'm from a little town called Dolby. Uh, it's about ten thousand people, you know, about three hours west of Brisbane. That's where I grew up, and uh, yeah, the country environment is is what I love. And I think there's just that there is that separation um, growing and growing between the country and the city. And you know, um, and and I think um, yeah, look to talk to people. A lot of these people are travelling, whether they're from the coast, they're travelling um, to the country. Well, I should more say the the country ones move come over to the coast mainly, but um, great people to talk to but it's it's an awesome activity to go their way as well and um you know stay at some of these uh, at the back of some of these country pubs or on the river and and experiencing that that country hospitality 
because, um, you know, if we can keep that or, or gather some of that in our um, communities, well, I think it um, is, a, is a far better community in my opinion. Tell me about Cape York. You took a trip up to the northern tip of Australia. Can you tell me how you did it and what was the experience like? Yeah, so what we've done up the the, the top there, this this time we did a three-week trip. Um, once before we've done a four-week trip. But basically um, uh, the three-week trip, what we did is we used um, wiki camps uh, for one and there's another app called Campedia. Um, these apps can show you uh, maps and camping grounds or free camps along the way. So uh, I've been up there before, so I sort of know most of these places. However, um, yeah, with, with the group, basically we planned out an itinerary over the three weeks. So um, yeah, a combination of, you know, four-wheel driving, um, dirt roads, um, some fabulous scenery there and uh well yeah we sat down and planned the itinerary and uh you know obviously food uh fuel stops and off we went so it was sort of like a tag along tour uh with myself um leading it i had a, a good friend of mine that i've done travel with before Stephen, and uh and his wife stacy hebblewhite we've done a lot of touring with those guys they were they were with us uh, so we had these two prados so they were newbies and also had uh, which great which was uh, my son, um, Kale, who was 18, uh, in his own car with um, his brother, which is also my son, uh, Lachlan, who's 17. So we had those guys uh, in another in another vehicle. So that was fantastic uh, to you know to to see those young guys actually put in place what they've learned from kids uh, for driving, you know, with us, and uh, the actual fact that they uh, were happy to come along with with us, which is, um, you know, groups of adults um, as teenage boys was just something. Like as a parent, that is, uh, you know, you, you know you've done you know, a little thing right along the way if your kids are happy to partake in some family activities. Now, I must say that that is not always the case. Uh, there are some, um, you know, after that three weeks, I'm pretty sure both those boys said we are not doing another family holiday for some time. Uh, they didn't actually say uh, uh, how long, but um, yeah, they they need a little bit bit of a break before the next one. So um, yeah, that was uh, last year in uh, 2021. Uh, just so happens this year we're doing a hunting trip up to um, the Gulf again, and um, yeah, uh, Kale, my 18 year old, uh, and my my oldest uh, James, 30 year old, are, are both. Uh, probably partaking in that trip, which will be a um, two-week hunting and fishing trip uh, up into the, the Gulf of Carpentaria. Now, um, you know, we we will be mainly hunting and gathering, of course, which is what, um, you know, we've been um, bred to do for hundreds of years. So, um, well, that's our excuse anyway. So, but look, it's a fantastic um, getaway for us, especially um, to... Uh, leave those mobile phones uh, basically behind because there's not a lot of mobile service up there and um, and uh, just 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 have a good break. So, um, yeah, looking forward to that one. Going back to the Cape York trip, is it true, and if it is, can you explain, did you get bitten by a wild brumby? Uh, 
Well, there's probably no evidence to say it was wild. Uh, there was, however, two uh, brumbies in the bush uh, with, yeah, there probably wasn't too many other people around for, you know, 20 or so kilometres. So there's a good chance they were wild brumbies. Uh, we did pull up uh, on the side of the road waiting for our convoy to gather and the, uh, the brumbies, you know, came over having a, a sniff. And, uh, yeah, I, I think... Um, uh, as my last name uh, says, uh, uh, Mick Irwin, uh, I do think I'm a bit of a Steve Irwin uh, some stage. God uh, bless Steve. Um, but, um, yeah, I proceeded to uh, think that I could pat the wild Brumby and, um, and and look at the camera at the same time. And uh, meanwhile, uh, yeah, the horse was potentially getting a little bit agitated with that thanks to uh, our uh, editor. Added some comments to that that video to uh, point out that at some at some point there the Brumby started to put his ears back while I was uh, patting him and uh, which was starting to mean that he was uh, yeah sort of had enough of that and then the um, while I was doing my talk to a tree type scenario on camera uh, yeah the the Brumby uh, decided to bite me. Uh, on the back of the arm, just that nice little fatty bit just above uh, the elbow. So, um, yeah, it was a fair, I think I, I said, ouch, and uh, in, in much similar to a a, uh, a young teenage boy that hasn't hit puberty yet. Uh, it was quite high-pitched and, um, yeah, and, and, and look, copped a bit of shit about that uh, and still do. Thank you for bringing that up. <laughs> well, I actually thought it was hilarious. Did it hurt? Did it actually hurt? It did hurt, yeah. It was just like a, a, a massive horse bite, really. And, uh, yeah, it didn't draw a lot of blood. But, um, yeah, it was just a really, you know, you know, you can imagine pinching between two fingers. It was, uh, you know, very tightly. It was like five or six of those just uh, pinched uh, very, very tightly. Um, it did actually feel like he took a chunk out of the back of my arm. That's how much it actually hurt initially so um yeah and then um yeah then i obviously proceeded to um grab the brumby wrestle it tie it up and um that's what i thought about later didn't i so um uh anyway yeah no that was fun and games um so um yeah thanks again for bringing that up yes and you also have some videos coming up soon about your trip to tasmania do you want to tell me about that yeah, Tassie, what a beautiful place. Um, so uh, my wife and I, um, so we just don't talk about, uh, you know, just boys trips and, and, and whatnot. My wife and uh, my other kids also come out on many of these adventures. But um, look, the Tassie, tra- the Tassie trip is just a great little getaway for, um, uh, you know, you and your partner, as in, uh, in this case, it was myself and Deb and some... Um, uh, and four other couples. It, it is a, um, a fantastic place, Tassie, and uh, not a lot of people realise just how uh, easy access it is. So it is only um, a couple of hours flight from Brisbane, a couple of hours to get down there to Hobart. And um, we did, uh, so we did a walk basically with a, a company called Life's and Adventure. So uh, uh, the second walk I did with them, but Deb's done uh, three now. 
And uh, look, fantastic. Ours was a uh, pack-free walk, which means um, we stayed at uh, some accommodation. We had uh, two guides that took us um, yeah, on, on a walk each day. Uh, this, this particular walk was on Bruny Island. And uh, look, just fabulous, um, you know, a lot of untouched scenery down there. And uh, yeah, and we did it as a, as a couple. So uh, yeah, not huge fitness required, but a little bit of fitness. So that was good for us to walk a few hills beforehand for that. But then, you know, what we did is uh, we stayed two nights prior to the walk uh, and then we had uh, three days and two nights on the walk and then we just stayed in Hobart one more night uh, at Salamanca on the way back. Um, and that was to just to, um, yeah, to gather, I suppose, the group. We all went out for dinner and had a, um, a really good laugh about um, what what went on as in the, in the previous three days. So can uh, cannot recommend that one enough. Uh, there's oh, there'd be a dozen different walks on Tassie, and uh, Life's and Adventures also uh, got quite a few walks in Australia now. So um, yeah, it's something to really look out for. Now you can do um, those walks are pack free. So, but there are a number of walks. It's a cheaper option over there to do through those national parks, carrying a pack where they have actually um, cabin accommodation. And you can take your backpack uh, and your cooking, uh, sorry, your um, some food, and they actually supply the mattress there and some cooking facilities. So, um, yeah, there's a great one. It's called the Three Capes down there in the uh, southeast corner of Tassie uh, that caters for both um, uh, the air taking your pack uh, or, um, you know, you can do the, the pack-free walk with Life's an Adventure. It sounds fantastic. It sounds like a really good trip. Um, we've, we're now heading closer to Harvey Bay now. Thank you for allowing me to sit in your very nice ram and enjoy this conversation. I've really enjoyed it. Just to finish off, what would you say Uncaged in Australia represents for you and what message is it trying to communicate with people, particularly people who may be, uh, I guess, in a bit of a rut? Yeah, look, uncaged in Australia is, is literally that, is getting uncaged from your day-to-day routine in whichever way you feel um, that you can. So, um, and obviously, as I mentioned earlier, that there's different levels of that depending on your, you know, current uh, work commitments or family commitments. So, um, you know, uh, what we're highlighting on uncaged in Australia is some ideas uh, uh, around that. Um, you know, to help encourage that, I suppose, which is which is the main essence of Uncaged in Australia is um, really to showcase, get out there, get that work-life balance uh, going and, uh, yeah, enjoy life. And uh, it doesn't have to be uh, overly expensive. It doesn't have to be overly a lot of travel. Uh, but just seeing what's out there um, and, yeah, getting out, from your day-to-day routine um, that you may be caught up in. Uh, and you would know that yourself, whether you are caught in that situation uh, or not, um, but little steps at a time uh, to get out there, see what's out there and uh, experience our beautiful country. And uh, yeah, get that, um, it's gonna help with your uh, 
your mental health, uh, which uh, goes a long way to your um, your family life and a happy family life, especially if you can involve the family in getting out there um, and uh, experiencing our beautiful country. And it's also your physical health, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, movement is good and uh, we don't do enough of it. Um, uh, and, um, you know, we can easily look at someone else and go, well, I'm doing okay compared to him or her. But again, you actually know where your fitness is and where your mobility is compared to X amount of years before. So, um, you know, it, it, yeah, fitness and movement yeah, is good and getting out and doing this stuff, um, yeah, all forms part of uh, a good healthy environment for us. And for those who are interested in following your journey, how can they do that? Look, jump onto Uncaged in Australia on Facebook and Instagram. There's a little bit on TikTok and YouTube. So, uh, yeah, leave some comments. Uh, yeah, you can contact us there as well through Facebook. And, uh, yeah, if you've got any ideas that, uh, or things you'd like to see, um, more than happy, um, yeah, to take it on board. Or, you know, if you're planning a trip, um, you know, out in your four-wheel drive or want to know how to do it, um, yeah, get in contact with us and I'm more than happy. Look, we're not, we're not here to make lots of money or anything like that. We're just here to um, get people uncaged in Australia. So uh, get in contact with us and um, let's have a yarn. And I do understand there is a website as well, www.uncagedinaustralia.com. And I understand in 2023, you might be having some tours on that as well as uh, you'll be able to some of the trips you've gone on, you'll have them on there so that people can book them as well. Is that right? Absolutely. So yeah, keep, uh, keep watching that website and uh, yeah, keep in touch and hopefully we'll see you soon. Mick Irwin, thank you very much for joining me on the Future Champions podcast. Thank you very much, Stuart Taylor. Watch out for wild brumpings. Mm-hmm.